Welcome to the Sunday Morning Podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Worthing. This message is by Andrea Lundstra. First of all, I'd just like to pray. Um, yeah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Thank you, Father, for your faithfulness. Father, thank you for who you are. Thank you that you are just so, so good. Father, and I just want to give this time to you. Have your way in me. Have your way in us. Have your way in every person who is listening. And I open my heart for you and just open your heart for God to speak because he wants to speak to you, to each person. Maybe you haven't heard about God before. Maybe you've heard about God for all your life. This morning... God is going to speak to every one of you. And you're going to take something and you will keep that. And it will encourage you. It will build you up. Thank you, Father, for building up this morning that we are stronger together. Thank you, Father, that you've made us as a family not to be alone. What Pastor Jonathan said, not to be isolated but to be together, to stand and to run and to follow your voice. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Right. Something is in me and it is it's, it's getting out in a minute. Okay? So, um, it's about standing strong. We are called as church, as individuals, to stand strong. So everybody stands. Stand. In 1 Corinthians 16, verses 13, it says, be on your guard. How can we be on our guards? How do we, how do, we do this? Does this look like I'm on my guard? Or this? Be on your guards. Can you be on your guards? Be on your guard. Can you show me? I would like some interaction. Yes, very good. Be on your guard. Come on. And then it says, stand firm in the faith. How do we stand firm? Oh, what did you say? Stand firm. Foot, feet to the ground. Hands up. Stand firm. And then be courageous. Come on, always ready to go. Be courageous. Can you put a step forward and say, I am courageous. No matter what, I am courageous. Amen. And then, be strong. Men, be strong. Come on, can I see your arms like this? Very good. I like these noises. Can you do it again? That is it. Okay, you can sit down. Do you get it? Being strong does involve action. It's not sitting down. It's not sitting on the floor. But it's it's going for it. So it's a journey. We are on a journey in this message. So for me, um, I've been on a journey the last three weeks. And I'm just going to be quite open with you. And I've learned... And I'm learning to be strong in the face of opposition, in the face of when everything comes against you. 
He wants you and me to be strong. But how do I do that? How, How am I learning that? That's by doing this. God, I can't do it. But you can. And you know, in this place, when you are on your knees, when you're crying out, and I've been crying a lot the last three weeks, and it's not because poor me. It's like, God, you are so great. God, you are so amazing. You know, he wants you to be in this place where you just give up. I've given up myself. Like, God, I can't do it. I try to fix things. I try to do this and that and that. It doesn't work. It's not. And I've learned, and I've learned it maybe the hard way. And I've tried it, and I've thought, come on, I can do this. No. God just chucked me back on my knees and said, you can't, Andrea. And everybody who is in this room right now think, I can do this. Yes, we need to be strong. Yes, we, we have to fight. But you can't fight when, you're on your, when, when you haven't been on your knees. There is a saying, and I, I, it's kind of the title of the message. When you kneel before God, you can stand before anyone. When you kneel, when you submit, when you, when you just say, God... I can't do it, but you can. And that is in the place where he wants to be. And you know what? That place is not an easy place. This place is a place where you're by yourself, where you are on your own, in a room where nobody sees you. Nobody, but only God and you. But that is the place where he wants you to be. That's the place where he's molding you, where he's mending you, where, he, where he's healing you. I've cried because it's, it's a place where you get ripped apart and where, you, where you're like, God, I'm so sorry. You know, I'm so sorry that I've tried it myself. It doesn't work. And if you are in that place right now where you are on your knees, I say, God, I can't do it. I just want to pray for you. So just, if you want to just receive this, Father, you are a father. Father, you want us to be in the place of complete surrender, of complete giving up. And the people who are right now struggling in that place, give them the courage to stay in that place, to be on their knees and to admit that they can't do it. But you can, God. Encourage them. Build them up in that place. Heal them. Restore them. Because you are a father who loves. You are a father who cares. You are a father who never lets go. You are a father who never stops loving. Father, thank you for your love, for each person in this room. And maybe if you've never bowed down, maybe he asks you now, bow down. Surrender yourself, your heart, because God wants your heart. God wants you. God loves you. And I am talking out of this place, because right now I am in that place. 
And I know how it feels. It's not fun, but it's for the best. It's for the good of him. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, that you take us with your right hand. And your hand is, up, is upon each person in this room. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. It's not the end of the preach, but it's the end of the prayer. So, um, so that, that place, is, it's, for me, it's, I'm in that place every day at the moment. And we should be every day in that place. When we start the day, when I start the day, I said, God, here I am. I'm not doing it every day. I need to do it every day, you know. And it's like, God, here, here I am. Send me. Because we are here living for the glory of God. We're not here living. I'm not here for myself. I'm not here to satisfy my desires. I'm here to praise God and to glorify the one who made me. And um, it says in Proverbs 3 verse 5, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. When we are in that place, on our knees, he just wants you to give your all. Because he wants you to trust, to trust with all your heart. And sometimes I say, oh my goodness, here is the scripture again. But it is for the good, because we are sometimes struggling to trust. Because when we trust, we can't see it. When you're praying for somebody and you want it now, that person needs to be saved now. And it's like, God doesn't work. In, sometimes he does, and it's like in a, in a moment. But sometimes we pray and pray, and we need to trust, and we need to trust, and we need to trust. And that's okay, because it says, trust in God. Uh, with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him because he will make your path straight. He will make your path straight. That is holding on to his promises because he will make your path straight. But we have to trust. I have to trust. I can't see it. Sometimes it's like the opposite of what I'm seeing. But I have to trust, to hold on to the promises of God. And I already explained, submit to him. Submit in, um, in Hebrew is quite a funny word. It's called hupotasso. Can we say that? Hupotasso. Hupotasso. Hupo means under. Tasso means arrange. So... It's a bit funny, but it's like arrange or put myself under the authority of God. Put myself under who God is. Not me, myself, and I can do it. I've tried, I fail. If you try, probably everybody has tried to do it by yourself. Guess what happens? You fail. But if you submit to the authority of God, if we submit to the authority of God, what it says, he will make your path straight. And it's kind of funny. I shared once with Sharon, actually. I, um, I, I saw this on the internet. A, a, a lady who um, woke up every morning, and somebody told this lady to put her um, house shoes under the bed. Not just under, but like under, under. Because she did that, because that is the place where she has to start the morning. 
So she had to get on her knees to get her house shoes. And it's like, that is the right place to start in the morning. On your knees, getting your house shoes. Keep them in your hand and just submit the day to God. You know, that is the place. It's quite a funny analogy, isn't it? Or you're not getting it? Yeah, yeah. okay, good. Um, yes, I saw this, this quote, actually. Give God what is right, not what's left. Because at the end of the day, sometimes, we, we just, okay, God, this is done for you. No, give God what is right. Right now, give God your all, not the thing at the end. Um, and also, um, a lot of kneeling will keep you in good standing. <laughs> That's quite good, isn't it? It's from D.L. Moody. It's not my, um, so uh, don't, I don't take the credit for that. Um, <laughs> So, um, it's quite funny, actually. When I prepare a preach now, uh, or a, pre- a message, um, as some of you know, I'm studying. And at the moment, I'm in my books or in my laptop every day like this. And I'm for eight, nine, ten hours, I'm studying. And then I thought, oh, I kind of have a break from studying. Oh, no, I need to prepare my talk for Sunday. Guess what? I'm on my computer again, and not just on my computer. I have prayer is like the biggest thing, but like to, to discover the thing. And like, God, you're teaching me just to sit down, be with you. And because normally I never would prepare, like uh, sit down and all of that. But now it's, um, thank you, Jesus. He's teaching me. So after you've kneeled, stand. And God had this, this, this um, phrase in my head, or put it in my head, will you stand? You know, will we stand? You don't have to stand now, but will you stand? Will you stand in the face when everything goes wrong? Will you stand? Will you stand for me? You know what it says in Isaiah, here I am, send me. Do you want to be sent? Do you want to stand up? That is the call of God on each of our lives, to stand for him. And when I'm studying, sorry, I'm referring to my studying again. I was studying, I'm studying all the different kind of beliefs and the different kind of agnostic, gnostic, atheist, all of these things. There are so many beliefs or religions or beliefs, whatever you call it, in this world. But there's only one true one. And that is Jesus Christ has saved you and me from sin, from death, from everything. And he went on the cross, what we celebrated with Easter. That is the only religion, or not religion, that's the only true way. The way to the, to the Father is through Jesus Christ, our Son. But the world is just talking about so many things. If you are at uni or if you are at work, we know what it is, how many voices there are. But will you stand? Will you stand for the truth? I want to stand for the truth. I I don't want the voice of the enemy to have the victory. He is not having the victory and he will will not be having the victory. Sorry, I need a drink. You know, and I, I see that, I'm seeing that in myself. I have to rise up for that because I am not having this voice in my head, mm, 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 sit down, do this, do this. No, 
I have to stand for the truth because who else will do it? Who else will do it? Sometimes you're the only Bible in a person's life. And why should we not do it? Why? And it's, it's in me. It's like, come on, Andrea. We have to stand it's with this small group. People have to know the love of God. Who else will do it? What else will people say? You know, it's like we have to, as, sorry, as a church, not just us, but as kingdom faith, rise up to the call God has given us because he wants us to stand. He's desperate for people to stand up and to shine and to sparkle and to live like he wants us to live because the world is going, is going in a place I don't want to go. And I need to rescue people. That is our call to rescue people, to rescue my neighbor. You know, I'm, sometimes my neighbor where I live, like, she needs the love of God. She needs the hug. It's not just by words. Sometimes it is by words. Sometimes it is just a hug. It's loving them, being with them. And it's just, hey, are you okay? Look them in the eye. A lot of times... People are desperate for somebody to listen. To listen. Who will listen in this world? Everybody has a voice. Everybody is up, down, one's this and one's that. But who is there to listen? Be a listener this week. Be somebody this week who just puts the arm around your neighbor or puts the arm around your colleague. Be that one. And if you feel like, oh, I'm afraid, get out of there. God doesn't want you to be in fear or be afraid. He wants you to stand up and to love. And you know, and I know for myself, I, could, I can be embarrassed sometimes. I don't want to step out of my um, comfort zone, and I'm happy in my own comfort zone. But you know, actually, that, who is having the control then? That's actually the fear that is then... The enemy who wants me to sit and to stop. I need to get over there. And to break that off completely. And to just love that person or talk to that person. And if any one of you is having that fear of, or shame or embarrassment, oh, sorry, um, just rise up above that. And... But I know this is, this is kind of common, but it's like, yes, come on. So hold firm to God's promises. Psalm 27, and I'm going to read quite a long, this is quite a long verse, uh, or verses. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Whom should we fear? Nobody, because the Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Which voices are you afraid of? Which voices am I afraid of? Is it my own voice? Is it my husband's or wife's voice? I hope it's not. Um, is it your neighbor's voice, Bella? <laughs> is it, whose voice is it? Whose voice are you afraid of? Is it the voice of fear? Is it the voice of, of whatever? Um, of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it's my enemies and my foes who will stumble for. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. That is what God wants you to be. What God, 
That is what God wants me to be, to stand firm, be confident, and to face whatever you need to face with your face forward. It says somewhere in Isaiah, set your face like flint. You know, like, set your face like flint. That one is not going to be on the screen, but yes, set your face like flint. For in the day, first, oh no, first three, first four, one thing I ask from the Lord. This only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. You know the beauty of the Lord. You know, I love the beauty of the Lord. I love to be in his place. And it says that I'm a dwell in the house of the Lord. I taught first when I was a young Christian, I need to be at church every day. Well, that's not, that's not what it completely means. It means in his presence, to dwell in his presence every day. We all have the opportunity to dwell in his presence. And there is beauty. There is life. There is freedom. There is light. There's everything we need. In his presence is fullness of joy fullness of joy we need her we do and the world even more needs it um for in the day of trouble he will keep me safe in his dwelling he will hide me in the shelter of a sacred tent and set me high up on a rock unmovable unshakable that is his rock. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At his tent, I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. And it says, hear my voice when I call, Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you, and I love this, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. I want to seek his face on that place, on the floor, when nobody sees you, when nobody hears you. Seek his face. Sorry. Seek his face. And it's, it's a command, kind of. Seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. It's a choice. It's a choice. And I have to make that choice because my feelings don't, don't line up sometimes with it. But I will seek his face. And it needs to be this determination. What uh, Andrew actually was saying, Jacob would not let go until he saw the Lord blessing him. And that is what we should do. I will not let go until I see his face, until I know who he is. That is what, I, what determination I need to... Sorry. The cross? Oh, oh. What's this? Actually, it's the key. I love this key, actually. Anyway. Um, seek his face. Um, and then, actually, um, verses 10. Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. You know, it's not just father and mother. It's whoever. Whoever forsakes you. The f- your father and mother are the closest. Not everyone's of your mums and dads are alive, your father and mother. doesn't matter. When we stand up for the truth, there is a cost as well. Yeah. And that cost is sometimes standing alone when nobody sees you. 
but God will receive you. God will receive you. God will receive you. And then it goes on in verse 11. Teach me your way, Lord. Lead me in a straight path because of my oppressors, the one who turn against me. And at verse 13, I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. We have to claim it for ourselves. I have to claim it for myself. And you know what? I, I know I'm here and I'm standing and teaching you. I was in that place. And I, I knew I had to stand up. And I knew I had to talk to you. And, and I'm like, God, how am I going to do this? Because I'm not feeling like I can. But with him, I can remain confident. In him, I am strong. In him, I have everything I need. I can be confident because, and that's what I need to take, what we all need to take. We will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Not in the land of the dead, but in the land of the living. That's where I will see his goodness. And then I, this one sometimes frustrates me a little bit, but it shouldn't wait for the Lord. Sometimes we just need to wait. I'm like, I'm fed up waiting. Stop being fed up waiting. Just wait. I'm telling myself, wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. You know, I, um, it's 10 more minutes and I have some um, more. But actually, I want you now to, uh, Rory, if you can come, I want you to respond. Because with this message, I felt there was a response. And um, what I said at the beginning, everybody will receive something from God. Maybe you've received it through the message. But in this box, I um, printed out a lot of scriptures. And everybody in this room is going to get a scripture. And that scripture is for you. In your time right now, where you are at, this scripture is for you. So this one is going through the room. But when I... Um, actually, I want... To right now yeah, oh, just take that one. Yeah. and I want you to respond and we're gonna sing something but God wants to come in your heart and if you want to stand if you want to kneel, if you want to bow, if you want to dance, it's okay. But God wants to meet with you right now. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.